Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Rick Geek 1. Go ahead, Control. Uh, Rick Geek 1, we are go for the deep space transmission to look for intelligent life. Over. All right, Roger. Uh, launching the Rolling of the Geek podcast sound waves now. I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harpos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm an alec book for Monk from Okaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B-Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're... Wait... That's what really what we're trying to do. We're going to drag Oh, dear. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath to cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. scheduled programming to bring you this breaking news message yes that's right ladies and gentlemen it's me nick your sound wizard here coming live to you well recorded lot i'm coming to tell you that during the month of october as it is the rick geek anniversary month october 11th we will be one year old and my a year has it been so in celebration of that we are going to be making our patreon exclusive content free uh, for the month of October, so all of the Under the Trench Coat for the episodes released during October and all of the unedited and uh, early content will be free to access by going to our Patreon and uh, checking that out. And uh, then if, if you like what we're doing and you want to see or hear rather more of it, uh, you can always subscribe to us there. 
and uh, get a load of it every month. But yeah, so we'll there'll probably be about I think like three episodes uh, for the month, and then the hero episode all free for the entire month of October. And obviously um, uh, after that, those those little bits will be free, so you can check them out whenever you want. Uh, thank you so much for your time, and uh, yeah, bye. See you later. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Harkos, Lanros, and Phil start in on the ritual in the chamber inside the Temple of Tear. They watch as the ritual begins, and the environment around them slowly starts to get more and more erratic. Suddenly, we are transported to the afterlife with Trevor, where he is working in his shop. There are a number of customers, and he interacts with them. After the shop is emptied, he starts to hear disembodied voices where Harkos and Phil are trying to reach out. After a while, a figure in gold robes comes in to collect the piece that Trevor was working on, and then after their conversation, the man tells him that Trevor can be honest with him, and tells him that he has been hearing voices. They discuss everything, and Numerath tells him that he can choose. He doesn't want Trevor to leave, but if he wants to, he won't stop him. Trevor takes a lot of time to think through everything, and eventually decides to go ahead and leave back to the mortal plane. He leaves by putting up a sign on his door that says, Out to Lunch. Harkos and Phil greet Trevor happily, but their reunion is cut short as they notice a disturbing lack of noise. They go upstairs and notice that the temple has emptied, and the priest has been dropped on the floor unceremoniously by those that were carrying him out. They walk outside to see a line of people heading to the Grand Cathedral. Zuriel appears, but is badly hurt, but has good news that she has made the spell to knock the dragon down and stop its magic. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so you've just had this conversation with Zuriel. She's shown you this uh, purple stuff that she created uh, that is used to stop whatever magic this dragon is using to, to pull these people in and and assumably to weaken the dragon to some extent as well. I. Uh, but you she kind of like starts tearing chunks of it off uh and she shows you what she did with her with her weapon that she coated the the tip of her her cartridges with this stuff oh uh that so that it can be used as like an offensive weapon uh and she'll tell you okay you one way or the other this stuff has to hit Pylorvo, it has to hit her. I I hold Be- my hammer out. I uh, so she takes uh some of it and she kind of like like tears a chunk off of it and kind of works it and like shoves it onto the end of your hammer so that it creates a little spike. Nice. Uh, and she says that uh, just you know kind of be careful because you don't want it to break. But, you know, uh, you want to break it off at the right moment. So, you know, have fun. <laughs> uh, she kind of she she looks over at you, Harkos, and she tears another chunk off of it and she holds it out. 
with her with her one good hand. So I'll bring down my spear tip. All right, she uh, she kind of works the stuff onto there as well. It it isn't a lot; like she doesn't have a lot left over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a, like a little bit at the tip that it just kind of like it's like a condom for the tip of your spear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she does the same thing to Phil that she takes a, a few small pieces and like puts it on different spikes on his morning star. Uh, and then does the same little bit with Lanros's ramhead hammer uh, that she did with uh, Trevor's hammer. That she like plunks a, a little spike of this stuff into the middle of the ramhead. Uh, she has a little bit left in the box. She closes it and puts it back into her uh, her satchel and says, well, if we need any more of it, there's a little bit. But just... Uh, be a little cautious. So you say we need to break it at the right time. Do you mean I should not hit with it until you say? I uh, don't hit in such a way that it'll come off. It's sturdy stuff, but if you if you mess up, you'll lose it. Hmm. This is uh, quite descriptive. So basically what Ken's saying, Brad, is you need to have someone pinch hit for you when you roll your dice. (laughs) He's not wrong. (laughs) That's no joke. Uh, Two things. Uh, Number one, you said her one good arm. Is she still like nursing the other one? Because I know at the right when we got to her, Trevor healed her. It's still not at 100%. He did did nice things, but it's still not operable. Yes. No, it's still not. operable. Okay. And then like she she's able to like get it slung a little bit to uh, with with her jacket. Uh but it's not like she's fully able to use it yet. Gotcha, gotcha. Um and then uh before we get uh any much deeper, do you want to do ding dings? Oh dang it, yeah, we completely forgot about that. Or I completely forgot about that. Uh so for the non-Patreon folks, uh, I announced it during our after show, but for, for the rest of you, uh, we did do some leveling. Uh, I went ahead because it's been a little while since they've leveled and, and they've been through some stuff that I took our uh, B team up two levels. Uh, so everybody, ex- with the exception of Phil, is level six and Phil is level five. Uh, so... Why don't we go to uh, Trevor first and have him tell us what he did? Uh, things. I did things. God, God damn it, Brad. <laughs> I'm up to 55 hit points. Uh, other than that, I don't think I got anything too spiffy. I did pick up Beacon of Hope, Meld into Stone, and Spirit Guardians. Spirit Guardians is such a great... That is one of my favorite cleric spells. It sounds like it's going to be fun. It's, I mean, it's quite a bit of extra damage, and it's in such a big area around you that it... Clerics, I mean, if you're you're going with a more combat-focused cleric, then they do struggle with crowd control stuff, uh, like, like area damage. Oh. They've got a few good ones with it, but not a ton. Also, it can looks- we point out that it's... That's- 
uh, rather fitting that after he comes back from being dead, he has spirit guardians. Ah. <laughs> it looks like at fifth level from my forge domain, I also got elemental weapon and protection from energy. And oh yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I also have. If it'll let me do it. I got <clears throat> Soul of the Forge from the Forge Domain, which grab bleh, can't talk grants me uh, resistance to fire damage, and while wearing heavy armor, I gain a plus one to AC. Yay! Which, depending on what armor I'm wearing, uh, currently gives me with my shield. It looks like I'll get a 20 AC. That's nothing to scoff at. Wait. Uh, um, so I did some talky talks with the fine people over at uh, Underground Oracle um, to get the go-ahead for us to be more forthcoming uh, with our subclass information um, since it is uh, their their things. We didn't want to overshare the information, uh, but I took the time since we're in that discord to talk to Jess and she said uh, definitely let people know. She was happy that we had um, been thoughtful enough to hold off, but let people know. So real quick, I'm going to retcon, uh, not retcon. I'm going to go back to uh, when Harkos hit level three and I got a thing called brutal accuracy. Uh, what that's been allowing me to do, which maybe you put together, but just so you know, uh, when I choose that tradition at third level, whenever I use Flurry of Blows and successfully hit with both unarmed strikes, I can deal extra damage to the target equal to my martial arts die. Um, and then this time, when I level up to five, uh, I gained eight hit points. Level six gave me 11, so I'm at a total of 57 now. At level five, I gained an extra attack. I also gained uh, Stunning Strike uh, as part of my monk stuff. Uh, which allows me to use a key point to attempt a stunning strike when I hit another creature with a melee attack. Target must exceed a con save or be stunned until the end of their next turn. Uh, my next turn, rather. Uh, and then at level six, I got key empowered strikes um, as part of my monk stuff. Uh, so that just means my unarmed strikes count as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. And then as part of the way of the torn thread stuff from Underground Oracle, I got Destructive Strike. Um, so starting at sixth level, immediately after I take the attack action on my turn, I can spend two key points to deliver a Destructive Strike as a bonus action. The target must succeed a con save or take 3d6 damage and have their speed halved for a number of rounds equal to my Wisdom modifier, which currently is a two. Damn. So it takes the place of like my flurry of blows um, if I choose to do that, because it does take my bonus action um, action. But on average, it should technically deal more damage and it does the half speed thing. However, it's a succeed or fail. There's no half on that one. So it's, it's kind of a gamble, uh, depending on what we're up against as far as making the con save. Yeah, and it's one of those things that you can choose the right moments because, mm -hmm. you know, some things are obviously going to be higher in con than others. So, you know, if you're a little meta-y with it, then you can pick and choose the right moments 
to to use that. Oh, uh, or a situation that you you know you know that you're going to make that hit. You know that you can you can go for it. That it, it's situational, but you know that three again three d six is nothing to scoff at either. Agreed. I also obviously gained a key point for five and six, so I'm up to six key points total now, and I gain movement speed. I'm up to uh, fifteen extra feet on top of my stuff, so I have a forty feet. Uh, standard speed and 65 flying. God, you're fast. Damn. Uh, so Phil hit four and five. Uh, I can't remember. He rolled an eight for both of his <laughs> both of his uh, HP rolls, which uh, I, I went ahead and boosted his con at four uh, to uh, uh, I think it's up to 18 or is it up to six? I can't remember. I uh, now I gotta look it up. Should have his shit ready anyway. Uh, so his con is up. His con is sixteen. So that gave him a handful of extra hit points for the level. And then uh, we realized over the weekend that I had never chosen a uh, human, a variant human feat for Phil. Uh, so I retroactively took tough. Uh, for his human feet and then took uh, shield master for uh, oh wait no nope I'm preempting my stuff no 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 I decided not to boost his con his con was already 16 I decided to take tough instead retconned myself because I never did his uh, his original uh, his human feet that he should have gotten and so instead I took shield master uh, for his level four uh, ability score improvement, so he's a little bit beefier slash tankier because of that. Uh, and then at five, he got a second attack, so he's up to sixty-two hit points, and he has two attacks now, like Herkos does. Yeah, uh, not as much. I mean, fighters are a little bit boring. It, you know, like there, there's not a whole lot of extra stuff. It's just, they have a lot of hit points and they hit things really hard. So, uh, Phil is now better at taking damage and hits harder or hits more. So that brings us back up to date. Sorry. That was a little bit more confusing than I intended it to be. I got all goofed up because I forgot to do his stuff when I initially made him. So that feels kind of dumb on, on my part. Cause that means that for this whole time that I, I've, I've gimped poor Phil that he should have had a lot more hit points than he did. Uh, so I'm sorry, Phil, in whatever metaphysical world that you live in, I apologize for making you weaker than you should have been. You were just, um, like, obviously, uh, as an NPC and everything, you compensated by making him uh, a level lower, but you also, you subconsciously um, were trying to bring him down to Brad and I's level uh, even more. <laughs> Uh, by taking away HP and, and making Brad and I worry um, lots of times. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, ju- we'll just say that. That makes it sound a little bit better. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Zuriel kind of takes care of all this stuff for you. Uh, gets your, your weapons a little bit beefed up uh, with this stuff. It doesn't have any practical effect right now, but when it dump does become relevant, then I will let you know what is going on with it. Uh, but she kind of takes a look around 
and uh you can see this line of people is kind of like winding through the streets and heading towards the grand cathedral it's not like a solid block of people like they're just you know they've got some space in between them so it's not just like a long black friday line from start to finish uh that you know you've got a group of people and you know maybe a family and then 10, 15 feet behind them, there's another like single person. And then some distance behind them, there's more. So it's not like the assholes to elbows, but there's definitely like a swarm that is making their way. You you get the impression from the people that you're seeing that these are probably probably more of the inner ring people that are are currently around you. Because they are better dressed, uh, you know, people with nice robes, nice suits and that kind of thing. Uh, and then you have the thought of when you were asshole to elbow was when you were in the outer ring. And you you kind of get a little bit worried when when those people start to make their way that it could get a little bit dicey. Fun. But. What do you want to do? Um, oh. Not whatever that was. <laughs> that was me elbowing the desk. Uh, see, now I got to make the call of whether I leave that in or not. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, I guess attempt to, as long as Zuriel can manage, like, work our way ahead of like try to get there first and like go faster than them uh what zuriel will tell you is that she is i i i can't help if there's any fights or anything along the way i i can't help you i'm not in the condition uh but you see every once in a while she's taking out this like flask and she's taking nips off of it uh and she kind of pulls it out and takes a sip off of it. And she says, once I get to the end of this, I should be a lot better, but uh, it, I can't just drink it all at once or I'll explode. So <laughs> um, that sounds Great. not healthy. But small, small, small doses, small doses. You, yes. You don't, you don't do it all at once. It's like drinking a nice brandy. You don't just down the whole thing. And take nips. Is that is that too over your head? Did I? I I understand plenty well. So she she hangs back behind you, like as you start to push forward. Uh, but very quickly. And if you want a reference to the map that I have up on Shard, you guys come around a corner at a building, and as you look forward you start to see some things. Oh, things. I don't like that. Uh, one of the things you recognize right away, uh, that it is the same type of creature that you fought while you were on the train, uh, the large salamander. Oh, lovely. Uh, and they're kind of like standing alongside the crowd as it's moving and they're kind of making sure that things are operating smoothly. 
Uh, and then patrolling the crowds, you have some smaller creatures, which are fire snakes. Uh, that are like miniature versions of the salamanders. Oh, fuck. Right now, at this very moment, you can see two of those fire snakes and two or one of the salamander. So here's here's the here's the rub, Brad. We can we could probably attempt to make some rolls to blend because I mean if if we were just to act like everybody else I mean there's no super big way like the, these fucks don't know who we are we killed the people who know who we are number True. one number two even if they knew who we were how do they know that like we're unaffected by this super powerful stuff so we could attempt to probably like just follow with the crowd but that's those guys are just right here which means there are probably going to be many interspersed throughout meaning we can't necessarily get there ahead of the crowd which is kind of the whole like to get there ahead of people and halt as many unnecessary deaths as well as have as much fighting space as possible so option one is 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 to attempt to blend i guess and then like quickly jog whenever we think we're in the clear or we just barrel through and hope that we don't run out of boom booms by the time we get to the boss fight and also we don't get Zuriel killed in between here and uh, destination B my, my vote's on the blending option <sighs> that's probably smarter my vote's on the other one because <laughs> I feel like I feel like blending is going to take a lot of time but I mean, so well fighting though. I, I mean, you say that. Yeah, you're not. You're not wrong. This is why I said it out loud and didn't just make decisions on my own. So, so uh, do you want Harkos to say something, or you want Landros, or uh, Landros, <laughs> or do you want uh, Trevor to say something? Um. I'll have I'll have Harkos do. I mean, I I said the shit, so I'll I'll have him repeat basically exactly what I said. Be like, I see that we have two courses of action. We can either blend and get there moderately quickly, or we can sprint and hope that we run faster than their attacks, and probably attack back, and maybe lose Zuriel in the process, and most of our energy. Um, I, Trevor. So I, two two things. I, uh, one. Uh, Lanros will say, mm, I don't, don't much like the idea of trying to hide in these people as they're marching to their death. And, uh, Zuriel will kind of raise a hand from behind you and be like, um, they, they may not know you, but they will know me. <laughs> this is gonna get real bad real fast. Hmm. But she, uh, she, she, she says that, and then she kind of like raises her eyebrows, and then rolls her eyes, and then kind of fiddles around in her, uh, in her her naps or what, uh, her her bag, and she pulls out 
the coin. Uh, and she says, if you want, I can maybe they won't sense me if I'm in here. But but if if you're in there, how will you drink your brandy? I won't. Mm. <clears throat> this is all. Oh, it's so bad. We just started. <sighs> Brad, you sounded like you were about to Trevor something. <laughs> I don't mean that in a derogatory way. It sounded like he was making the Trevor. Mm. <laughs> it's just um, a funny way to say it. I loved. I loved it. <laughs> uh, um, if how? I guess you did appear out of nowhere, but uh, how do you go into the thing? The the coin there seems a little uh, small. I become the coin. You, you become the coin. Oh. Yeah. And mm. This is a prop. It, it's actually a coin. She kind of taps you with it. And it's, it's a real coin. I just, I was using it as a prop. Oh. And she puts the coin away. It's actually useless. I was just, I, you know, visual aids and all that. I got you. Um, <sighs> perhaps. Hmm. What's how how big is Zuriel? <laughs> I she big and she's. She, she's a pretty tall woman. I uh, little like hair over six feet. Oh, uh, oh yeah. my! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she big. <laughs> she a big lady. Ah, uh, crapola! Well, we're, 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 we're gonna with that uh, idea too. <laughs> that I have the same idea. We'll put her in the middle of all us big people and hope that she stays hidden. Form a yeah. wall. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. That. That's that. Mm-mm. I remember because I remember when we met her in the alley, Kim was like this towering woman with fire red hair. And I was just like, oh, that's a big lady. Because <laughs> he he made that comment there, too. He's like, he's a little over six foot because she was she was almost like eye to eye with Ansigar. Like they were right there at the at similar heights. So you, you mean Lanros? Well, yeah, but Ansigar went out there like that when they when they were talking. Ansigar's tall, too, isn't he? Yeah, Alcanor. But yeah, Lanor definitely. But new new question. Mm-hmm. Your, I guess I can just look on Trello and answer my own question. Um, <laughs> does does Phil actually have a cloak on? Uh yeah. Um. I don't think that's a great idea either. That's <laughs> something. I, th- um, I I think what? we need to just go with the coin, man. But then like she can't drink her stuff, and then we're kind of foobar at the end anyways. I mean, we're going to be... Listen, damned if we do, damned if we don't. That's this whole campaign, okay? I need you to get that through your head. <laughs> <laughs> there is no right decision. There's just bad ones and less bad ones. <laughs> okay, well, Trevor. <laughs> Sometimes there's worse ones. Trevor is going to say, um, Phil, perhaps she could borrow your cloak there. Uh, 
sure. He he looks at her who who's a good like half foot taller than he is and like okay. Uh he like unclasps his cloak and hands it over to her. She puts it on and looks a little looks a little funny. I mean, if she's a half foot taller than him, it goes to his ankles, so it goes to her kneecaps. <laughs> Still works. <laughs> Like, it doesn't uh, look a little bit funny because it's definitely not made for her for her size. Right. And now we play it safe, maybe. I mean, I I brought Trevor back to be the voice of reason, so I'm I'm in whatever boat Brad wants to light on fire for us. I mean, I figure if this is at least a chance to not fight, so maybe my joints are uh, a little rickety, you know. I've been laying around for a bit, and and I smile. I so I I haven't really talked about this, uh, Trevor. You came back feeling like you got hit by a fucking truck. Oh, okay. I was joking, but all right. <laughs> no, I, like I'm not giving you any kind of disadvantage. It's just like physically, it was very draining. <laughs> Makes sense. I, your your body got stitched back together with divine energy, and it was not a super fun or pleasant experience. I again, like I'm not any kind of mechanical disadvantage. It's just for his mentality. It was tiring. Well, like I said, he's going to say, you know, my joints are a bit rickety. I've been laying around for a bit and then give him a big cheesy smile. <laughs> Landros looks over at you, Harkos, and this is this is what you wanted back so dearly. Too soon, Trevor. <laughs> um <sighs> The last this is this is the last caveat that Harkus is gonna throw out there. Uh is um I I mean I do agree that this this is a chance to to have less fighting. But she she also mentioned that as the coin maybe they wouldn't um sense her as much which leads me to believe that maybe she's more prone to being sensed, even if she's not seen as the this version of her. Just 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 throwing that information out there. So how difficult is it for you to go in and out of the coin? Uh, it's not terribly difficult but i also am very tired so it might be a little bit more strenuous than uh it normally would be so you need to sip your potion i uh, to be fit for the end of this journey then yes um, which sounds like we will need you fit for this so <sighs> <clears throat> and how much if how much do you have left she opens up the little thing and she like peeks inside of it half Ooh, lovely if we get into a fight please keep your distance and 
I will do what I can to not let anything get near you. You you can see that she's almost irritated, like that you're saying this, but she kind of rolls her eyes and goes, "Yeah, okay, I, I get she, it." She, she a strong, independent coin who don't need no man. Do, Damn right. Do you do you not want not, that? I'm not used to people having to protect me. Well, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Some sometimes we all need a little um, help from our friends. <laughs> it was there i had to take it all right let's let's get this shit show underway yeah i didn't want to burn any more uh, time while these <laughs> patrolling guards just let us talk <laughs> I, I was kind of getting to the edge of like i'm gonna have them roll to see if they see you guys just chit-chatting but uh <clears throat> so this is how it's gonna work i will have you roll either stealth or deception whichever one is higher for you stealth either stealth so you're either rolling stealth to try to blend in or deception to try to make yourself seem like you're under the effects of this and that you're just following the crowd so you can choose either one of those you roll and then i do an opposed roll I do one for the salamanders and then one for the fire snakes because they have a different set of attributes. Let me guess, Trevor, both of yours suck. Yep, they're both junk. Shocking. I thought I I haven't rolled stealth in a while, so I I saw deception. My deception's a plus four. I was like, oh, that's not too bad. My stealth's a plus seven. You know, mine would be pretty good, too, if some lovely NPC would hand over the nice armor that he collected while he was a player. <laughs> you you see you see that chainmail just like sticking out from inside of his bag just carelessly like whatever. I'll use it eventually. <laughs> oh, oh, this is great. This is wonderful. Oh, man. Well, I think the caveat on that plus 10 to stealth is when it was dark. Yep. Oh, yeah. Either you were in shadow or it was dark. And it is it is getting towards evening, but like sun is still setting. Well, in fairness, if I'm in shadow, I can get in the shadow of a building. Yeah. Yeah. See, it could work. Anyway, make your rolls. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, bef- bef- before you before you don't want to, Brad, I just want to say um, I'm glad that we spent so long deliberating on how to go down this alley because that little bit of extra time with Trevor is going to mean a lot <laughs> here very soon. <sighs> oh my, right, I'm going to roll fucking full. God. <laughs> that sounds good. Already. Okay. Uh, so Phil got, uh, he's doing, uh, He's doing deception, and he got a seventeen. And then Lanros, uh, oh crap! Which one did I do for Lanros? Either one is the same. Either way, he he rolled a sixteen and got a plus two for either of them, so he got an eighteen. So they did okay. Nick, what'd you get, Brad? I haven't rolled yet. <laughs> I want you to roll. Fifteen. Uh, Harkos. Harkos tripped and a plume of feathers shot into the sky. <laughs> oh no! 
I, oh, I, I rolled a natural one. Oh, so no. even with plus oh. seven, that's eight. <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh, my. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. My God! Well, I'll roll their shit. See if they do worse. My my, my dice are just angry uh, at me for talking shit to Trevor before he even got a chance to prove himself. So they had to put, okay, so put me in my place. Okay, so here's the good news, because I I count a one on an attack roll as an automatic fail. I don't I don't count it for uh, saving throw or. Uh, or a skill check. Good news is, is that they both rolled garbage, the salamander and the fire snakes. So they do not see you trip. Apparently they are looking in the opposite <sighs> direction. They hear the poof of feathers and they turn and you've already righted yourself <laughs> and are continuing to walk. So if you will refer to shard again. Hey, this is where you are. And this is now what you see. Uh, that around a corner to your left is another one of those fire snakes that's kind of slithering in and out of the alley as people are starting to feed up from here. And then down the next alley is another salamander. So keep, keep pushing. Another set of rolls. Oops. Oops. Filled in that again. is a... What is that? I can't even see it. I got 18 that time. Oh. For fuck's sake. God damn it, Nick. 
It's not as bad, but it's still not better. I mean, it, it is better. It's just not where I wanted it. That's uh, 13. Hmm. I rolled a six. If it makes you feel any better, Lanros got a got a ten. So fire snakes got a grand total of seven. Salamander. Salamander got an eighteen. That's not great. <laughs> So you're rounding this corner and you see them and as you're starting to to round it the salamander stops and he turns and looks at you and hisses and raises his spear and points at you. Now I need everybody to go ahead and roll for initiative. No thanks. I haven't been doing so hot with my dice. Eat a fucking dick. Uh, 16. Roll a double fucking digit on initiative. That's nice. Hey, that's a... That's a 22. Rolled a nat 20. Harkos, you said a 16, correct? Yep. Uh, Lanros got a 19. Uh, Phil got a 5, so that's not great. Fire Snake, or Fire Snake got an 11. And Salamander got a 15. All right, so Trevor, you have first initiative. Uh, did either of them move? No, they haven't moved. The The salamander raised its spear and pointed at you and hissed, and that is as far as that's gotten. Okay, with the crowd here... Can I make it to the salamander? Yes. What I will tell you is that if you do anything area based, there is a chance that 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 crowd will get caught up. Right. Um. Ah, balls. Okay, first I'm going to bonus action sanctuary on. Uh. Zuriel. Zuriel. Uh, I do have her in the initiative, but I put her at a one. So if there is anything that she can do, that it's at the very end. But not, it, don't expect a lot. Well, as long as she isn't attacking or doing anything against an enemy creature, she has help. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have to make a wisdom save in order to attack her. Okay. All right. So you did that. 
That was a bonus action, so I'm gonna smack the snake. The snake or the salamander? The snake, because I don't want to... Yeah, I'll go for the salamander. Okay. Alright. So, like, there? Or can I move, like, here? You would have to move past it. Uh, So, I I would say you need to stay where you were first, so you're pretty much face-to-face with it. Okay, so I'm going to smack him. Okay. Uh, Now, can I use Green Flame Blade without bouncing? Uh, yes. Okay. So, I'll use my Green Flame Blade then, because I get bonus damage now now that I'm past level 5. So that gives me... To hit, I've got a 23. That hits. Here's the sad story. The extra damage that you do is fire, and it does nothing. They have a damage immunity oh, to fire. Oh, shit balls. <laughs> uh, okay. And you take seven fire damage as it hits you or as you hit it. Did you have I think you're resistant. I think you're resistant to, right? Yep. Yeah, so it's three. Okay, so where's my one gate? That is nine points of damage then. Okay. Without, without my fire. Damn it. And that should be everything. All right. Uh, next in the order is Lanros, uh, who you hear him. Uh, you hear him bellow. And then he charges up and he's going to make an attack on this fire snake. So he rolled a 22 to hit. Definitely hits. 7, 11. Uh, So you see him drop this thing onto, drop his hammer onto this fire snake, and it, it hurts it real damn bad. Uh, but it is still up and moving. So. Okay, so after Landros is Harkos. So. You said each of these are like four or five oh, buys. So. Uh, uh, just as a side note, uh, as Landros hit. Uh, the fire snake that it looks like it burnt him a little bit too. Hmm. Not as bad as the salamander, but still hurts. Um, am I able to like get here, like under these little? I don't know if those stairs are actually there. I'm assuming they are. Like, 
Yes. Yeah. Like I'm counting that as an area. Like so, you can cross attack from okay, there. Okay. Yes. Cool. Like so, you climb up onto the the stairs leading up into this this nice looking. Uh, looks like some sort of restaurant. Uh, and you're able to attack down from there. Okay, so I'm gonna do that. <sighs> All right. Here we go. I'm not gonna leave Trevor on his onesies. Which die do I want to ruin this time? <laughs> I got I got two of them in their timeout boxes, but I'm gonna run out of timeout boxes on this dice tower real fast. That's fucking better. So that's 18 on the die plus 7. So that's, what, 25? Definitely. And I get to attack twice now, so I'll do the next one. Uh, That is 18 total. Okay. That hits. Okay, cool. So that's the spear attack. Are you going to flurry, or are you just going to do your regular bonus? I don't think I'm going to flurry. I don't think I want to spend key right now. Okay. So I think I'm just going to do just the just the one. Okay. Um, that's not going to hit. That's nine. No, that does not hit. So the other two will, though. So let's just do this together. Give me this. Give me this. Uh, Harkos, you take 11 fire damage from your attacks on it. Okay. It takes 19 piercing damage. Damn. Because I get a, a d8 plus 4 and I rolled uh, 5 on both of them. Okay. Do a nice chunk of damage to him. You good? Yes. Okay. So next is the salamander. Uh, and we can just skip that if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to, you know what? I'm going to play him smart. So he's going to make an attack on Trevor first. That is not going to hit. Uh, and Arcos, he, whips his tail around and tries to strike you with his tail. I'm going to tell you right now, he's probably going to hit. So that is a 23? Yeah, yeah, that hits. Okay. (laughs) Just a little bit. Five. It is 18 damage total, and you are grappled by it. So he has you, he has you stuck in his tail and it's all wrapped around you. Uh, so that can is its I, turn. The f- can I, uh, I literally just said I wasn't going to spend key on this thing. Um, as that's happening, I would like to do vicious return, okay. uh, which I skipped over this when I was doing my level stuff. That's from my third level also. Um, I've learned to let no go blow unanswered. When I'm successfully hit by a melee attack, I can spend one key point as a reaction to make one return attack against the hostile creature. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And that says one return attack, which means I can use the spear again, right? 
Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be my okay. Cool beans. Uh, what is that? Sixteen, and then twenty-three. Yeah, you definitely hit. Woot woot. And then it takes. I just had a D eight land on a side because it rolled <laughs> up against the wall. So that's fun. Um, ten piercing damage. Okay. Starting to look a little hurt, but still has some still has some umph to him. I uh, the fire snake is going to attack on Landros. Oh, it has two attacks. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Bet, bet me and fucking lose. Yeah, he has a 16. Okay. Uh, so that one attack hits. And one attack misses. So. Yeah, they don't do much damage, though. Three, four, five. So five damage to Landros. Uh, and that is his turn. So Phil's turn is next. Phil is going to move up with Landros and try to make wackies at this uh, at this salamander or not the wacky wackies. That's a 19 on the die, so that hits. And that is a 12, which is not going to hit. Hey, guys, look, I can do a two attack. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Uh, He deals eight damage. And uh, the fire snake is looking pretty bad off now. Uh, it's Zuriel. She is staying put. She's not, she can't really do anything to help. Uh, so it's back to the top with Trevor. Um, so because Trevor obviously is just waking back up and doesn't realize what's going on, uh, and he kind of forgot some things. Um, <laughs> Kingsley. Of course he did. <laughs> Manifesting from behind you, from the forgotten realm, Kingsley swoops in. It All looks right. at you judgingly as your first attack back from the dead. You did not do anything with him. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, it was rude of you. Um, and then I'm going to uh, booming blade. Okay. That is an eight, or not an eight? That's an eleven. And that is a twenty-one. That does hit, yes. So I am dealing 
13 regular damage and three thunder. Okay. And if he moves, he'll take 2d8 thunder damage. Okay. Uh, so the, the salamander is starting to look, uh, starting to look a, a little bit more hurt. Uh, so it goes to Lanros's turn. He is going to attempt to finish off this fire snake, and he doesn't. Uh... <laughs> I like there was no break in the sentence. Just no, that doesn't happen. Well, he rolled a three. It's kind of well, hard I, for me to. Ju- I'm know, not going to do just, the math. It was so matter of factly. Like just that didn't. That's not a thing. I. Uh, he looks. Uh, he looks at everybody. Is anybody? looking a little rough or are you still okay i'm good i'm good okay uh he'll he'll save his shit then uh so that takes it to harkos um i can either use my action to try and get free or attack a disadvantage right yes yeah i don't want to do the disadvantage thing um not while i've been talking shit about my dice um, <laughs> so what is it for me to it's uh, either athletics or acrobatics whichever one you want to roll I want to break free they're both the same for me I want to break free okay cool that's 19 on the die plus 4 okay yeah you easily slip out from uh, from the grip Julio and then that is my turn okay uh salamander again ooh wait ooh no never mind never mind sorry I was I was not reading things quickly I was gonna say can I still do my second attack but that's only when you take the attack action not just as part of your action no I don't think I have anything else unless I wanted to do like one of my dodges or anything, but I'm not super worried about that right now. So I'm good. Okay, cool. Okay. uh, So Salamander's turn. It's going to do the same bit. One attack on Trevor, which. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, So the Salamander goes to try to stab at uh, Trevor and misses horrifyingly bad and then <laughs> it it misses so badly that it tries to take a swipe at you with its tail and it just falls on its face nice. oh my god I rolled a one and then a one Jesus. so uh, yeah that you know great job monsters for keeping the fight interesting uh, so fire snake is going to try to do its bit again uh, it's a 19 on the die that will hit and then 14 plus 3 is 17, so that will hit as well. So. Does 15 total damage to Landros. Ah, crap, Trevor, I didn't have you take damage from hitting the fire snake. Oh, Too darn. Late. Too late now. Uh, so it's Phil's turn. He's going to try to... Uh, He's going to try to redeem himself. Uh, It's a 17 on the die. 
and this hit will probably kill the fire snake. Yes, it will. So Phil like uppercuts this snake and it the spikes from the morning star jab into it and now it's just hanging yeah. from his 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 morning star. He goes, Oh god, oh god, and he like tries to flip it off and it goes and like smacks it against the side of the building as he yeah. flicks it off. Uh so that is dead. Dead. Oh, you made it disappear. You didn't do the dead animation. <laughs> uh, it actually doesn't give me the option to. I think it's because I added him as a token and not a monster. Ah, I, I fucked up. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, then he is going to slide past you so that he can get over here so that you guys can three-man the salamander. And he's going to take a second attack against the salamander. Nice. Uh, yeah, and that is a dirty 20. Woo! Does go, max damage, go, go. so he does he does 11 damage to it. Uh, but takes 11 damage in return. Okay. Uh, so... That is the end of that round. Um, go ahead and uh, the two of you roll perception checks. There's a couple of things I'm having you listen for here. Perception, perception. That is a hey, 16. Natural 20 plus two. Nice. I have a 16. Okay. Uh, so Trevor and Harkos, you both hear... Uh, weird guttural uh, shouts from the uh, like the kind of courtyard that you just came out of and into this this alleyway. No, 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 no. Uh, but as you kind of turn around to look, you see Zuriel hears it too, and uh, she makes some weird gestures with her one good hand and then raises a wall of stone between the two buildings that make up this alley to block to block the the courtyard off. Nice. Harkers. Yeah. I uh, so uh, well first of all if you guys are looking at uh at the map uh, it's two yep. spaces back from Landros, like that's where the wall is. Okay. Uh, but Harkos, you hear something weird. You hear the train pull in. What? Like the tr- the train that you guys arrived in? You hear you hear one of those trains like pull into the station. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway. Top of the order, Trevor, it is your turn. No. <laughs> wait a wait a minute. I don't the station isn't really anywhere close to you, like where you're situated at right now. Uh, but you hear it like as it's starting to come into town. Like you hear the chugga chugga choo choo. I don't think I like the thing that you just said. No, correction. I know I don't like the thing that you just said. Trevor, it's there's, your turn. There's no thinking. Don't just 
Don't push past my wants and needs. It's very rude, Ken. No, I'm sorry. Robert, ah. it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Kingsley! And I'm going to Booming Blade again. That's a nat 20. Yay! Where were those rolls when you were dying? You shut your mouth. <laughs> Been asking that since Landro showed up. No offense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, this is how this is how Trevor started out in the first place anyway, so just give it 40 episodes. <laughs> 30 points of damage. Damn. Well, so uh how how do you kill it? You you done fucking did it. He said he fell down, right? Yeah, he like he tripped over himself when he was making that last round of attacks. So even though I only rolled for one-handed damage just to make it look cool, though, I, he falls down and Trevor just swings up the hammer into two hands and comes right down on his head and just smashes yeah. him all over the concrete or the, the, right. the cobblestone. So you, Harkos and Phil now have salamander brain matter on you. I. Uh, not going to make you take the fire damage because you killed it. So I don't think that 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 seems unfair. It's kind of a dick move. Uh, but from behind you, you can hear these these three, uh, the the two fire snakes and the salamander are starting to uh, starting to claw and attack at the wall. Oh, fuck. Um, Perhaps we keep moving. I mean, I don't. I, okay, I don't disagree, but Ken told me train shit, and I don't know what it means. And so there's there's part of me that wants to like fly up and look, but I feel like that'll get us spotted. And you, okay, you know what? Yes, I agree. And and did, did anyone else hear the train pull in just now? I don't. Did that? Uh, I I heard no no train. I. Uh, Phil Phil is like wiping salamander leftovers off of his armor. Oh god, no. Nothing. Ugh. Oh, come on, Phil. It's not that bad. It, you just redecorated me. Okay, then. Must just be hearing things. We should keep going. <laughs> okay. I uh, so you guys continue on? Yep. All right. You continue on. I uh, and I uh, you get around to where the the grand cathedral is kind of like getting real close like you're you're you can see it and it looks like it's just a few streets away from you but you you round a corner and uh you see another salamander its back is to you and it looks like it's engaged with somebody that you can hear it fighting 
uh, but it's still like a little bit of ways away from you. Uh, and as you kind of react to that, you see that whoever this thing is fighting takes a wide arc with their weapon and you see the head lops off and falls to the side. Uh, and as its body crumbles on the other side of him, you see the somewhat battered Alcanor. Oh, I just got chills. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And he takes a couple of deep breaths and he looks up from the his his fresh kill and he looks at you and he says, I I could not in good conscience just leave you with all this. And that, my friends, you? is where we'll go ahead and call it. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I can't. I can't. I can't handle <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That's a double whammy. Oh, you hear trade no- noises. Hey, Elkinor. Yeah! No, it's really that good, but you kindly fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of mean. Agreed, that is kind of mean. Anyway, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, we really hope that you enjoy what you're listening to, and if you are enjoying it, then we would kindly. I don't want to say beg. But we would uh, gridefully ask in a begging manner that you support <laughs> us through one of our various channels. Uh, the first way that we have is through our Patreon. We are, as I always say, good little warlocks, and we offer up sacrifices to our patrons depending on the tier that you choose. Uh If Patreon is not your thing, uh, you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee, mostly for bread. Uh, But if you go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation to us there. So, Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. We're also very active on Twitter. And if you'd like to talk to a bunch of other rad folks and uh, more freely with us, you can always join the Underground Oracle Discord channel. There's a whole lot of cool podcasters and artists and just all around pretty awesome folks hanging out in there. Uh, I mean, we'd love to talk to you. They're they're behind Trevor and Harkos. Like, they, they are us. Innocence, because we're we're both their classes, Brad. Oh yes. Well, Landros. <laughs> well, yeah, Landros. Oh yeah, no, the Forge Clerk wasn't Landros. Was nope. that's right. No. Landros's but stuff still. is built on. But still. But yeah. Thank you very much, Brad. <laughs> Nick. In honor of Alcanor and the. Uh, here, let me make the appropriate Foley noises. The character sheet that I have made for him this week, Nick, you are the sound champion fighter. 
With your swift and precise and deadly strikes, you knock out all of the bullshit that we throw out and the occasional <laughs> rules checks and uh, the more often than I am proud of flubs that we all uh, throw your way. So can you please crit us something fun to go out on? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can try. So um, if you're a Patreon listener, you heard this in the pre-show. I I did some some searching because I, I, I picked a song, but I wasn't sure if I had done it before. That's the problem when you do 50 plus parodies. Uh, and then you lose your notebook, uh, your two other full notebooks somewhere. So you don't have all the songs that you've done before. Anyway, uh, so I went looking through some stuff and I, I, I got a little, a little bit of nostalgia. So it's going to be a hootie he from Nick and Harkos in episode 53 as, uh, we stumbled and bumbled our way through it and coming up in episode 54, uh, we'll see if Nick and Brad cry anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we will. Uh, yeah. So this week I went with a song uh, to kick off year two. He does air quotes that no one can see uh, to kick off year two of Rick Geek. Uh, I just wanted to as if uh, I don't think that we say it often enough. Uh, and so this is this is both a song about us as I do it, it's kind of a thank you to the to the fans. So, uh, without further ado, here's episode 53's parody. <clears throat> when we began, we didn't know what we were doing. To be honest, we thought we'd do it wrong. <laughs> I chose to sing. And Ken did the GMing. Brad does something as well, I'm sure. <laughs> it's very mean, but I couldn't think of what to say for Brad that would fit the lyrics. Dice. Rolling dice. Playing games. Recording them. Just for you. Feel free to jump in, guys. Rolling in the geek. Ba, ba, ba. Ba, that's your part ba. we come to you once a week except for the last one each month ba, ba, ba. Ba, ba. that's when Har oh god I, I wrote over these things weird that's when heroes airs as well and now we sit here and talk usually about call of duty <laughs> couldn't believe what our lives would be like we can't express just how thankful we are. We couldn't do this without all of you. Fans, all our fans, <laughs> sharing us <laughs> with your friends. We love you. Rolling in the geek. Ba, 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 ba. We never thought it would get this good. Ken, Brad, and I ba, 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 love each and every one of you. One last time. Rolling in the geek. Ba, 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 ba. We will rejoin you all next 
next week. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. <laughs> please have safe, be fun, be sublime. We've been rolling in the geek. Happy year two, everybody. <laughs> I think the best part of that was just Brad's re- Like, he was so excited to jump in for the bomb. <laughs> Except he missed the first one. <laughs> He's so excited. Feel free to join in. In the geek. Oh, Papa. <laughs> Look, I was, I was <sighs> laughing too much for my brain to kick in what I should have been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We love y'all. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. What are you doing back so early, Rick Geekwire? You're not. What is going on? Whatever you had us launch into space pissed something off, and space is haunted. Basically, that's that's why I'm here. What did you just say? Space is fucking haunted, and it has Gerald. I'm coming, Gerald. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.